Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, bag slappers and guzzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that says, you broader, you rubber dick. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the artist formerly known as Digibro. What's up, Digi? Yeah, I'm Digi Nay now. Wee! Digi Nay, welcome to the show. Dude, it's weird. Even when I'm on the show, when I hear the intro, it tricks me into thinking I'm just listening to it. And, like, for a second, I have to remember I'm actually here in the moment. Don't you yell WATP at home, though, when you're listening to it? Oh, of course. Of course. Every single time. So I, usually, fine. I recite the entire intro along with it, but right, I've let's... come to realize that because of the delay, that comes off really autistic when you do it on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. But please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our separate, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, and link to our Patreon. Featuring a new bonus episode every single month. I'm going to do another bonus episode next week. We're going to get two out this month. That's the plan anyway. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. I believe Vic will be on later to read some new comments that we've gotten coming in. But before we do that, we'll be reviewing a podcast called PooCast. This was yes, a suggestion that came in from Ron. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast slash youtube show hosted by jed and oliver and before we say anything i want to read the note that came in that suggested that we do this show because Mm -hmm. i think it's important to put this in context before we get into it what's up carl i love your show listen to so many episodes i hope your legs are still fine and non-broken i'm emailing here because i found a weird as fuck podcast by a couple of man childs they're YouTubers as well. So this is some unique little are they hole. Are they man-childs or are they just childs? Because yeah. they look like they're 17 or so. Like, and one of, them, think they're, one of them yeah. at least definitely lives with his mom because his mom interrupts him during yeah. the show. Uh, he says, it's literally called PooCast, and all they talk about is poop like a couple of fucking kids. They mm. literally have a sense of humor of five-year-olds, I swear. At a couple of points, the host is rubbing the mic against stuff to make obnoxious noise. Absolutely stupid. Uh, um, that blah, was blah, fucking blah. hilarious. Uh, I have to say, <laughs> this this take is surprising to me that this guy has. Because yeah. uh, I thought this show was funny as shit. All I right. loved it. Great. Well, let's, let's <laughs> I don't know play, about you. <laughs> let's play a clip that sums up the show. This is the yeah. sums up the show for me. <laughs> oh, I should I should set this up a little bit. The guy is pretending <laughs> to have the Iron Man um weapons in his the palm of his hands that's the noise he's making okay wait this is a bit squeaky oh my chair's usually more squeaky than this my dick is so itchy dude fuck This is the show that you thought was funny, did you? <laughs> you, like this? you don't think it's funny that he just blurts out, my dick is so itchy, dude? That was uh, near the end of the show. At the beginning of the show, he talks about his dick, too. I'm just saying, I'm touching my cock so much, dude. This is embarrassing. What the fuck? This is embarrassing. What the? 
I mean, the, the 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 show literally opens with the two guys just like insisting they're gonna suck each other's dicks, like like aggressively, like I'm gonna suck your dick, I'll suck your dick. It's you know, it's that kind of show. Yeah, so that's the kind of show. A that good you show, enjoy, is right? What I need right <laughs> quality content is what you're trying to say. I want to get into because Digi, you're a YouTuber, and yeah. these guys are really into YouTube and their YouTube yes. views. Before we get into the poo side of Poocast, because that's important too. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sweep it under the rug. We're going to talk about it. But before yeah. we get into that, <laughs> we got to talk about these guys discussing their YouTube subscribers and views. And I do want to point out that this was on a channel called Jed Draws Epic Minecraft that has 86 subscribers. Not 86,000. Not even 8,600. 86 subscribers. Here's their talking about uh, their views. It's difficult to focus on like, oh, dude, I've got so many subscribers since blah, blah, blah. Because I don't really think about the long term. I normally just look at my newest video and I'm like, oh, shit, views are down by blah, blah, blah percent. And fucking I got five comments instead of 10 or, or, you know, whatever it is. This is the part where they get a little bit serious. This video. That's that's the stuff they need to cut out of the show. (laughs) This show, it's it's a it's an hour long. Yeah. It could be fifteen minutes and be five times better. Like they try to make it a podcast, and I don't really know why, because it's it's more of a edited video thing. Like, did you actually watch the video or just I, just listen to it? No, I watched it. Yeah, no, they they yeah, definitely went back and edited the shit out of it, which was surprising right. to me that they would then decide to put it on the internet afterwards there's 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 lots of like cutaway gags weird parts experimental stuff where they're like kind of breaking the format by having one of them like pick up their camera and go take a piss uh like it just it strikes me as two very young guys very excited to experiment with the idea of like what a podcast and video cast can be to kind of but they they have no life experiences so there's nothing for them to talk about like it's all nonsense and it's it's very eric andre-esque uh i would definitely say they're big fans of eric andre show sam hyde million dollar extreme like yeah it's clearly performance artist wannabe kids and like i think they have something in that there are moments that made me laugh and i thought the editing and some of the ideas were good but like when they actually start talking about anything, I couldn't give less of a single fuck. I was, like, watching other videos at the same time. Like, <laughs> Digi, you've lost your goddamn mind on this one. This show is horrific. And to say that they're <laughs> experimenting or that they are they have, like, this new format they're trying out, it's a Tim and Eric ripoff. Eric Andre, yes, I, well, I see yeah, that, too. Yeah, Tim, Tim and Eric as well. Well, I mean, what do you, what do, you do when you're, like... I, I assume these guys are, like, 18, right? Like, yeah, they seem, they, they seem, they seem like they have three major influences, and that's what they're going with. And it's just, like, I, I guess I'm... I feel like they can do those things better than I could at their age. The fact that they even care about audio quality at all, which only they care about it. They have decent audio, and then they fuck with it deliberately by, like, rubbing the mics all over shit. I don't know. I thought all that was funny. Yeah. You brought up a few things that I need to address. Let's talk first about the guy going pee on the show. He grabs a camera. He's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then he gets staged. And then he's too embarrassed yeah. to do it. Here's the, here's the clap. <laughs> it's not going to come out. It's so awkward, dude. Fuck. Oh, my God. No, it's not going to happen. I'm too shy. God damn it. Well, he cannot be a guest on Peapod. That's for no. sure. Anchor.fm gotta... slash Peapod, everybody. Don't forget to check this... that show out. 
he's got to, this kid's not going to make it till he grows the balls to piss on camera. Right. You know, on my podcast, I have uh, this kid named Munchie. He's now 18, but he's he's similar to these guys in that he's like a performance artist kid. But he was pissing regularly on our podcast, very audibly, uh, for for up to a minute on end sometimes. The man would just sit there and drink as much as he could so he could just lock the biggest piss possible. You know what? It's funny you say that. You bring that up because Opie was listening to your podcast and he said this. (laughs) I was was impressed by your stream. (laughs) (laughs) Opie's very excited about it. All right, so you talked about their audio quality being good. This is one of the times where they're screwing around. The guy is moving the microphone far from his face and then moving it up close again. And the other guy is wildly impressed by this. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> what is that? How are you doing that? I'm just moving the microphone forwards and backwards in front of my mouth. How did you do that? <laughs> wow! It's amazing. You just easily just like smack yourself in the throat. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ways to make obnoxious noises. Yes. Yeah. Not, not that impressive. Let's no. get back to the YouTube stats talk because this is a lot of fun. We're watching a video that has 80 views and 41 comments, which is unheard of. That ratio doesn't even make any sense. So no one's watching these videos, but no. they're obsessed with their viewership. Some of the videos literally have like 20 views or something to then now most of the time my videos get at least like 200 or something. It's like, but now, now I've gotten so used to it though that now it's like, oh, you know, it's still 200 views or whatever, but it's like, now it's like, oh, it didn't get this many. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, you're comparing it to like, yeah, constantly you're just comparing before. it to everything else. But it's like, dude, fuck you, Jed. Just fucking be happy with what you've got, you fucking idiot. Fuck you. you know yeah, my, my views have definitely went down. So Jed is the guy who's talking to himself in third person. And saying, I should just be happy with what I have. And he's talked about the percentage of views being down from the previous one. When you're talking about 200 views or 180 views, you don't have to get into percentages. No, you really don't. Yeah, I mean, anything less than 1,000 is not a blip. You don't have a viewership. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, it's cute that your buddies click on the link you send them and maybe watch for a half a second. But no one's actually discovering you through YouTube. That's not what's I mean, happening I, here. I feel like this; these kids, they've put themselves in a weird position because they're trying to make a show that's deliberately, like, aggressively retarded and yes. hard to watch. Correct. And yet they care about the numbers so much. And it's like, well, if you're – if first of all, the numbers discussion is boring and nobody gives a fuck except for you. So cut yeah. that out of your fucking podcast. Correct. Second of all, if you want to be obnoxious and over the top as your gimmick, go all in. Don't do all this boring conversational shit. Don't do an hour-long video. Make it just wall-to-wall batshit crazy shit like the Eric Andre show, which is like 11 minutes. And right. It's tight and, and perfect. Every skit is good. You and know? your point that this should have been 15 minutes goes with just about every podcast I listen to. It would have been better <laughs> if it were shorter. Almost every single time. You know, cut out the uh, voicemail segment. Don't let some girl <laughs> come out and read reviews. There's a lot of things you can do to cut down your show. All right, this is them... After they talk about how many views they're getting and how they're depressed because the views are down or the number of comments, the guy has an epiphany and actually does understand how to do this correctly. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you you want to be happy with what you're putting out, which is the most important thing, I think. But also, yeah. it's difficult to not be like, oh, this didn't get as many views. Blah, blah, blah. 
it's like she's on the verge of self-awareness. He's like so yeah. close to being self-aware. <laughs> you got to be happy with what you're putting out. You're putting out a show called Poocast Number Three. Who do you Indeed. think is going to be looking for that? <laughs> Jerry yeah, Banfield no. can help you out with the SEO of your videos. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. More about their self-awareness. I did like this part where the guy was listening back to one of the shows that they did and realized he had a crutch word. In the last podcast, I watched part of it through and I just said like so many times. I kept Wait, saying, so you mean you were asking people to like the video? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the video, guys. No, but no, it was. I just kept saying, you know, like, 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 like. Good. Learn from that. Be yeah. better. Instead, the other shit for brains tells them it's not a big deal. You know, I think that's something that would bother you more than anyone else. Because whenever I'm watching a YouTuber and they're like, oh, I keep saying this, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess he does. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't notice. It's one of those things that up. other people probably won't even. Notice. We do! We do notice it! I can guarantee you! We notice it! Stop it! Fix it! No, Be better! No one will ever notice it the way that you will. <laughs> well, that's true. I'm a little OCD when it comes to that shit, but... Uh, I like that they're trying to do better, and maybe... Maybe you're right. These guys, in 10 years, will have it figured out, and will be doing a good job. But... I mean, I don't know if they're going to be doing exactly something like this. You know, I, I think that part of the thing with YouTube is that the bar for entry is non-existent. So, like, as long as you have any kind of idea, it's it is kind of justified to throw it up there and see what happens. You know, but like after you make a few of these, you got to look at it and go, okay, well, these have a hundred views each. This is clearly not the way forward. Let's evolve the format. You know, like evolve. As, my advice to these kids: evolve as fast as possible. If you're listening to this podcast, when yes. we say cut it down to fifteen minutes, do it now. Right. Don't put this. Do it immediately. Cut it down to even just take the podcast you've already done, cut them down to the funniest parts, and re-upload them. They'll be better. They will perform better. Nobody wants to sit through an hour long poo cast yeah and if you take them down and put them back up you might get 20 more views so that would be bonus right there this the premise of this show is we got to talk about poo stories and this is how he sets it up this is jed's kind of the host and then oliver i would say is more of like the guest on the show jed's asking oliver questions and it starts with this do you have any funny poo stories Yes. Like the one I mean, where you go, and yeah. the poo comes out the bum. This is the premise for this show. They're going to do an hour talking about your hilarious poo stories where the poo comes out your bum. And this is one of those stories about a time when he was buying a camera in a store and had diarrhea. Yeah, but then I was like, hold up. My stomach's really hurting. And I ran to the toilet and I went, <laughs> And then, and then I went back, I was, like, talking to him a bit more, and I was more calm this time, because, like, you know, I let out all my poo. But then <laughs> I, I, I had to go keep going back to the toilet. I went, like, three or four times, like, oh, man. just destroying the toilet. That was a good one. <laughs> what a great That's story. That's a great story. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, they have a Discord that they like to get on, where there's a bunch of younger people on the Discord. And younger than them. So who knows how old these kids are. And apparently a lot of people are into poo porn, which is a category I'm not familiar with, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm I'm not a prude. I mean, I'm familiar with a lot of categories of porn. Most, I would say. Yeah. Poo porn, not so much. But this is them talking about that. 
We have a Discord with a bunch of little YouTube people in it. There's quite a lot of people in there now, actually, but some people are obviously younger than us. And Cordwit is younger than us. And Oliver posted some poop on it, and I was like, dude, you can't post this. Some people are younger, and they don't want to see this shit. <laughs> it wasn't too this bad. This literal it was, shit. It was it just was a, a picture f- of poo on someone's face, wasn't it? Yeah, that's not too bad. I get the sense that he's, like, worried that he's going to get in trouble if, like, they post pornography when there's underage people in their Discord. and Maybe they're, like, just above underage. Yeah. I would be worried that you're participating in a Discord where people are posting pictures of people with poo on their face. Yeah, that would be that's... my concern. Like, what am I doing with my life? I've made some bad decisions. Fair fucking point. And then it gets worse, Digi, because the guy talks about how much he loves poo porn. Don't you hate it when you, you're jacking off to some, some porn, some poo porn, and you, you come before any poo comes out of the bum? I, I don't believe this kid nope. has ever masturbated in his life. Well, just the way he described the act just there of watching porn is like, have you seen pornography? Or like, <laughs> do you actually? <laughs> That's a good point. I know because the way these kids talk, like you said, they have no life experience whatsoever. They talk right. about, they start talking about drugs for some reason. Oh no. Yeah. Neither of them have ever done drugs. So they talk about a guy who has done drugs and this is what they say. I was listening to the Sardonicast and he was like, he said he's done pretty much every drug. Oh, oh yeah, I remember this How is he not dead? How old are these kids? They think <laughs> that if you do illegal drugs, you die. Yeah. Most people I know have done just about every illegal drug there is. Uh, <laughs> we're all fine. By the way, who they, they were they were referring to uh, the YouTuber Your Movie Sucks, who's yes. cool. Probably would be a fan of this show. Because uh, he pro- does something very similar. Yeah. <laughs> he probably already is. That's what I assume. I assume everyone's heard yeah. of us and love us. Seems to be a good way to go through life. So these guys are talking about drugs. Neither of them have ever done any drugs at all. And then the guy decides, you know, like when you have a really shitty poker hand, you have a 2-8 offsuit, but the other guy's got a 2-7. You can brag about that. That's pretty much what this guy's doing. Uh, I've not smoked the weeds, um, but I've been with my friends when they've smoked the weeds. So kind of technically maybe I've smoked the weeds because I've like inhaled it. Secondhand smoke. Weed. Yeah, secondhand smoke. Yeah, I've like inhaled it, but I've not been like, oh, let me hit the bong, John. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that's pretty cool, man. You were around people who were smoking weed, and you might have inhaled some. Bitching. Speaking from one sheltered kid to another, I understand that like they they are so nervous about even suggesting that they know about drugs that they can't say <laughs> right. just weed. It has to be the weeds. Like, ooh, this mysterious thing that's like. Uh, it's fucking legal in most of America at this point, so it's right. kind of cringe to fucking have this level of a... Uh, These guys are in know. the UK. I feel like they have pretty liberal laws, or am I wrong about that? I think they have... Uh, it might be, like, legal for medical use. I don't think there's yeah. any uh, full legality there yet. God, did you but I could be do wrong. so much more research before the show? I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pull well, out this time... I, I mean, I watched this thing, and I was like, this is... I felt like I had a read on these two kids immediately because a lot of the people I hang out with are like this. They're very similar to the kids who are in my audience and the audience of the Procrastinators podcast. They would fit right in on the Rowdy Fuckers Cop Killers podcast um, or the Endless War Discord. These are things nobody knows what I'm talking about, but I'm talking to them if they happen to be listening. Look these things up. You will find a home there, people who can help you to get better at what you're trying to do here. 
because uh, I think there's potential. But again, it's the shelteredness. It's the total lack of like any perspective on what is an interesting conversation because like <laughs> yeah yeah at near the end of the show they say all right we're 50 minutes in nobody's watching this anymore which is true except for you and me and they decide that we can just say whatever we want now no one's ever going to hear it honestly and i'm just being for honestly no one's going to watch the podcast up to here so we could basically go off the rails and say whatever so i drink my cum every time i ejaculate and the show has reached a new low. <laughs> this is the edgelordiness of them as they have to say like yeah. these crazy things. But again, that's a good point. This guy probably doesn't know how to jerk off. That's not that's not something that would be possible. These guys seem afraid of their own dicks. <laughs> I want to isolate that. That's fucking funny. So they tell a story about a guy they know. There's a lot of stories about guys they know. And I'll, actually, I'll give Jed credit. He stops the conversation and says, let, let me put this in context. Now, it doesn't help me at all because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But at least he tries to bring the listener in to understand what the fuck they're talking about. At one point, they're talking about some guy they know who shat and there was like string in his shit or something like that. So he says, uh, you ever find anything weird in your shit? And by the way, these guys are just making up nonsense the whole show, but God forbid you would yes and this question. <laughs> I've never found anything weird in my poo, but I have done this. I've I've eaten poo. Alright, that's something you want to keep to yourself. Well, I now completely believe that because of yes, how he phrased it. Correct. That's the only the only completely sincere statement in this whole fucking podcast. I have eaten my own poo. Dude, Thank he, you. He could that's... have said there was a G.I. Joe in my shit, a transform something funny. He decided not to do that. Instead, he told an anecdote that I believe to be 100% accurate. And which, I mean, it's clearly must have had like a deep impact on him because he fucking <laughs> is obsessed with poo now. Like, oh my, not only is he obsessed with poo, but he also likes to drink his pee. Uh, whenever I used to accidentally pee on my hands or something, I'd sometimes lick it off. I accidentally so, pee or poo? Pee on my hands, right? I'd like lick it off. Uh... All right, so we've established that this Oliver guy drinks his cum, eats shit, and licks pee. Yeah. And you said that this is a guy that you can relate to. You know a lot of people like this. Yeah. This is like yeah. your crew, huh? It's just pe- pe- people with no father figure in their life. That's <laughs> yeah, I would agree. This is his mom interrupting him during the podcast. Oh, shit. One second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it's not even a funny interruption. Why did you leave this just showed in? her friend rigged in. <laughs> right. You can't hear what's going on. It doesn't make any sense to have that in the show. Just cut it out. And yeah. I, listen, when you're a teenager, you live with your parents. I, I get it. It's fine. I did too. But you're putting this on the internet. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Plus, that guy's room. Holy shit. I'm, I think these guys are going to eventually be glad that not that many people watched this podcast because yes. they're probably going to wish they hadn't talked about actually eating shit. Well, also, when you think about what this guy's bedroom looked like, does he ever mm-hmm. want to get laid? And I'm guessing the answer is no. I don't think he even would understand that that's a problem. <laughs> right. Which is proof that he's not trying to get laid yeah. at any point. I mean, not that he's not trying to, just that he has no concept of how it would be accomplished whatsoever. <laughs> right. They talk about making a podcast that you can jack off to. There's a lot of jack-off talk in this yeah. show. I don't know if you noticed that. 
but they're trying to figure out what would a podcast be that you could jack off to. What, what would we even j- say? What would we even say? We just moaning just sound effects. Jack it. Come on, jack it off, jack off. <laughs> Guys, comment down below if you're jerking off to this podcast right now. Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, isn't a phone sex hotline basically a podcast you jack off to? Like, yeah, yeah. That's I a feel good like point. those are. I feel like there's got to be tons of porn podcasts out there. You mean uh, a show that would make you want to masturbate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I think there are. Unfortunately, call her daddy's off the air. But <laughs> I think there's a few shows that you could jack it to. This is not one of them. About 10 minutes in, the guy decides, all right, I'm going to recap what we've talked about. And as he's recapping the conversation they've had, he realizes he hasn't gotten enough info out of Oliver. So, so far we've had talk about poo, Greece, poo stories. You just said you went to take a big poo and then you did the poo. That was basically it. Do you not have, <laughs> do you not have any other, like, come on, He's like, dude, you gotta have a better poo story than just you had to take a poo and then you pooed. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he called him out on how shitty his shit story yeah, was. It wasn't good. Yeah, like, I I don't know. He thought it was funny that he was at, like, a Walmart or something. Like, I shit at Walmart all the fucking time. Yeah, like, that's what Walmarts are for. Yeah, there, when I moved there. in, I actually... Here's a good shit story for you. When I when I moved into my house, I had forgotten to activate the plumbing for the first couple days. So I exclusively was <laughs> shitting at Target and Walmart. Perfect. And uh, that's a... That's funnier, in my opinion. You, you also have, have to so. tell the greeter why you're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I think they need to know that. Here's a clip. Just here to shit! <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, sir. Could you point me in the direction of the uh, shitter? I'm going to destroy it. <laughs> this is uh, a Tim and Eric ripoff segment. Oh, dear. Wait, is this a good podcast? Is this a good podcast, guys? Um... A lot of noises, and if they do it long enough, then you think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I never, I don't get Tim and Eric. So that's part of the problem, is like yeah. just being gross and weird over and over again. It doesn't mm-hmm. get funny to me. Maybe it's supposed to. I did like that they said this because I was thinking the same thing. What did we even talk about just now? I can't even remember. As quickly as they said it, I forgot it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are these people talking about? There is nothing interesting going on. Yeah, I think I think the problem is that like to successfully make like nonsense comedy, it has to be rooted in something. It can't right. be complete nonsense. It has to be tangentially applicable to something in a way like you know, like Eric Andre's show, there is an undercurrent of some kind of social commentary or some kind of they're fucking with a celebrity or there, there's like a meaning behind it beyond just that random dumb shit is happening. And that's what's missing from this. It's right. just random dumb shit. And again, like you can handle that for a couple minutes, not for an hour. Yeah, before you start experimenting, be good at the thing that you're doing. Like Eric Andre is a hilarious person and can get right. away with the experimentation side of things. These guys don't have any chops and they're already trying to start exploring other ways to go with it. It's like, well, just make a good show first. Right. And then maybe we'll check it out. <clears throat> uh, this is just a fuck up. And you know, I always like to grab people fucking up on their show. I realized that I've not been talking very loud. So here I am properly announciating. Is that the right word? Uh oh, retard alert! <laughs> retard alert class! Did you notice he wasn't properly enunciating? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the UK. It's very possible that that is English, and I'm the idiot. No, no. Oh, it's not? Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. But unless you think otherwise, it's important to know this. Honestly, this is a professional podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that was a joke, right? I think so. That was, that yeah. was intentional. They, yeah. That's, they, a, that's the thing. These guys, are, like you said, they're like right on the border of self-awareness. Like, right. They're, self, they're self-aware about what they're trying to do. They're not self-aware about like how it actually comes off to other people, you know? Well, yeah. I, I, this is not for me. I'm not the audience for this type of show. But I would imagine it's not for anyone. Even their goofy friends aren't going, yeah, when you told that joke about jerking off uh, to poo porn, that was great. I mean, if the people in their Discord are younger than them, we're probably talking about, like, 13-year-olds who legitimately might watch this because they all they do is spend all their time on YouTube, you know? Yeah, and yet they didn't. It's had 80 views, and half of them (laughs) were these guys watching their video back again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just trying to study it, analyze it, figure out what the next step is. I said like too many times, didn't I? That's not the problem. That is not. (laughs) I like that you figured that out, but that is not the problem. You need to take a few more steps back, buddy. (laughs) View it from like across the room, not just right. Yeah, don't don't get don't get that nitpicky at this point. Let's zoom out (laughs) and understand what we're trying to accomplish here. This is the very beginning of the show, and uh, it's obnoxious. Uh... You're just gonna be fucking with me for an hour, dude. That's what this is gonna be. I mean, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, it's true. Do you think he wrote that down in his notes? Because he, he was looking at his phone the entire time for the questions he wanted to ask and the bits he wanted to do. And he starts... Oh, no. If they planned any of this, that is mega cringe, dude. You didn't see that? He's looking at his phone. He's, like, scrolling through. He's like, all right, what else did I want to talk about? Do you think he just had written uh with, like, 87 H's? (laughs) It's like, I'm going to read this. I (laughs) I unironically wouldn't be surprised if if you literally did that. I got three questions about... If you're going to be ridiculous, just fucking wing it, man. Jesus Christ. Don't try to, like, button up because, honestly... It's embarrassing. All right. I don't really have anything else to talk about with these guys. I thought their show was was terrible. Yeah, I mean, I only paid attention to, like, maybe the first ten or so minutes, and then I started really slipping... Just because, again, like when they tried to, I I thought their energy was good. I liked what they were doing at the start yeah. when it was more edited and was more like, like okay, this is gonna be some crazy weird shit. And then it just became this really boring conversation between uh, preposterously young people. <laughs> preposterously young. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, man, we need to have some type of barrier to entry on YouTube. You have to get your parents' permission to sign off on it and seven friends yeah. to sign their name or something. <laughs> there needs to be a bunch of people with keys. Like, you all have to put the keys in yes. at once to, like, upload, you know? Right. Only give the keys to people you trust. People say, Carol, doesn't that mean censorship? Yes. Yes, it means censorship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for it. <laughs> Speaking of censorship, so Opie was on his show recently and he's doing his youtube live stuff where he's out on the beach so you hear the wind flying through and it Excellent. sounds like garbage and he's talking to it's people. real yeah it's, it's more real so raw. really feel like you're in the experience with me <laughs> 
It's so raw. And of course, he's reading questions that are coming in from the dozen or so people who are watching him babble out about nothing uh, before I get any further. I just realized I have a a fart drop, and I'm making fun of these guys for having a poo cast. <laughs> Who the fuck am I to make fun of anyone? All right, so it's it's it, you know poo is fine as an accent, right? Not as not as a main can't dish. be the main topic, right? It's not like who are these shits, right? Who are these shitty podcasts? It's, it's one thing to sprinkle some, some some shit flex on via fart, you know. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So, Opie gets asked the question about Joe Rogan and his new Spotify deal that I'm sure we all know about. It's rumored to be between 100 and $110 million. Can you even fucking imagine getting a $100 million deal for a podcast? And and not even just to be exclusive on Spotify. He doesn't change anything else that he's doing. He doesn't even have to be exclusive till the end of the year. Right. That's yeah, crazy. It's, like it's crazy. Could it could they possibly make that back off of that? I don't know. Their stock know how much money their stock made. went way up. Okay, uh, it was well, it was a big deal for him. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, listen, Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast. And mm. him going to Spotify, because Spotify has been spending years trying to be they they bought Gimlet and Anchor and they're trying to become the place to go to get your podcast, which scares the shit out of me. The whole point of podcasting is that it's neutral. It's 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 not a specific platform. You can mm. get it anywhere, but whatever. Spotify wants to take over. Right. So Opie is extremely jelly of Joe Rogan and his big deal. Uh yeah, that Joe Rogan deal is insane, isn't it? One hundred million dollars is what I'm hearing. To have his podcast on uh, Spotify exclusively. <sighs> Brother. But I don't do this for money anymore. <laughs> See, because I'm very spiritual. <laughs> I'm all about living in the moment, man. <laughs> money means nothing to me. <laughs> Fuck! Good for Joe Rogan. All right. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Tell me how you really feel. Oh, it, that's insane right there that Opie is a guy who's made millions and millions of dollars being a radio shock jock. He was on Sirius XM, national show, and he's jealous of Joe Rogan? It doesn't it doesn't look good. It's not a good look for you. Just the the fuck, the venom in yeah. that. Like, damn, he sounded yeah. so angry and bitter. Like Oh, bitter is a good word. Bitter yeah. is the perfect word. And someone then asked him. Well, Opie, would you ever go on Joe Rogan's show? Now, Opie was on Joe Rogan's show years ago. You would think a guy like Opie could get on a show like Joe Rogan. The two of them have collaborated on many things over the years. Joe Rogan used to go on Opie and Anthony's show all the time. But apparently Opie knows that he is not welcomed on the Joe Rogan show. But he's already decided why. And this is amazing. This is how, if, if you're an asshole... You have to trick your mind into thinking that everything's everyone else's fault or else you might become suicidal. This is how Opie yeah. does it. This is great. Uh, Rogan's not having me on. I'm, 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 a, I'm a free thinker. He says he's a free thinker, <laughs> but I think he's more of a free thinker for the right. Um, I'm just a free thinker. 
So I tried. I tried to get him on my podcast, and I made a silly video that people make fun of me yep. about to this day. But that's yep. okay. I still called him out and uh, stuck up for myself because I thought it was very much bullshit that he Opie, gave me the old again. blow off. Yeah, do another video. I hope. Should, maybe maybe you'll pay it, attention. What's the point of not trying again? Right. Right. Like you've been on before. The precedent exists. You have been a person who can get on Joe Rogan's podcast. You can be that person again. Figure out what you were doing right back then that you are fucking up so badly now. <laughs> no, Digi, you're not understanding. Opie's a free thinker, and Joe Rogan would never want to have a free thinker on his show. Have you seen the lineup of guests? He goes, he's only a free thinker for the right. He had Bernie Sanders on and kissed his ass for two hours straight. What the fuck yeah. is Opie talking about? He he embarrassingly did not ask him anything that I answer any questions I would have wanted answered. Like right. for me, like he sucked his dick so hard it made me less like him. Right. This is a guy who notoriously hunts his own meat, and he didn't want to talk to Bernie about his. The gun issue? Like, this This guy is not a right-wigger, Joe Rogan. No. no. <laughs> it's not even close. But Opie I mean, if thinks... anything, he is a filthy centrist for clout. Yes, well, that's true. But Opie thinks that he's too much of a, a free thinker. Now, the last Opie clip I want to play is him complimenting himself when talking about that Joe Rogan has a good podcast. This is amazing. <sighs> Look, I mean, Rogan's got a good podcast. I mean, you know, because now this will blow up in my face again. He's, he's got a very good podcast. I'll tell you why uh, Rogan is very, very successful and very, very smart. Um, he does give me an Anthony credit for doing the podcast the way he, he does it. That's unbelievable. He has a good podcast. I'll tell you why he's so smart. He did what we did. He's doing what we did. He's copied us. Is his show even similar to theirs? No. Like, I've never heard Opie and Anthony, but I didn't get the impression it's a fucking interview show. It definitely was not. And what Joe Rogan gives credit for, and Opie doesn't understand this for some reason, because Joe has said this multiple times, he gives credit to Anthony Cumia because Anthony, when he was on Opie and Anthony, used to do a show called Live from the Compound, where he would do a video show from his house when he was drunk. And Joe saw that and went... Oh, you don't need a studio. You don't need any of this shit. You can just turn on a webcam and you got a show. And he's told Anthony right. Cumia that to his face. Like, you're the one who showed me. I could just have my own show. And that's, this is why I do this. And Opie goes, well, I mean, he copied our format. He's pretty much doing, <laughs> you know, everything that I, I pretty much set this all up for him. And now he's got $100 million. Like, Opie, you have nothing to do with any of this. No, you couldn't no be, absolutely nothing. You couldn't be less correct about this at Joe all. Joe Rogan is like, he's a... He's a man who can be, like, completely full of conviction for any belief. That's why That's he's true. powerful. Because, like, he can talk to anybody and just be, like, in their game with them, you know? It's like whoever he engages with, he engages fully. He doesn't try to reject their ideas. He doesn't try to, like to, – uh, sometimes he can. But, like, you know, I, I just think that he's somebody who the reason he's popular is that he always listens to the people he's talking to. Yeah. And that's what every other that's... interviewer can't figure out how to do. They he's... can't figure like even including Mark Marin, which is why he's more popular than Mark Marin now cuz yeah. like that motherfucker is too self-obsessed. He's not confrontational. He'll he'll hear anyone out. The best was I listened to Tim Dillon on his show recently and like you said Joe Rogan is just going to go along with whatever you're saying and just be like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand that." Tim Dillon comes out and talks about how Bill Gates is trying to murder people. And take Agreed. over the world. 
Angelo was like, whoa, I, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't think you could say that about Bill Gates. I'm like, no, I, th- I think he's right. I think he's getting Yeah, he's, he's completely correct. Uh, <laughs> I think he's down at this time. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who Joe's whose interest Joe is protecting by simping for Bill Gates in that instance. But I'm sure he's protecting somebody's interest by doing that. Of course. Well, Joe's got a very big platform, and he will be a target. And what's interesting about this Spotify deal, the way that this is being told to us, Joe Rogan took this deal as a fuck you to YouTube. He wants oh. off of Google's platform because. As you know, YouTube is censoring yeah. everyone right now. Anyone I, who says anything other than the CDC or the WHO oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck they're putting out about the virus and the pandemic, if anyone says anything other than that, your show will be taken off of YouTube. Your videos yeah. will be taken off. And easily demonetized. I've run into a lot yeah. of these problems from talking about the coronavirus myself. So, it's, cr- yeah. it's crazy. Like there I mean YouTube YouTube has always sucked and the reason YouTube yeah. sucks is that YouTube is a data collection service. That's what it exists for. It collects yeah. data for advertisers. It has no real incentive to take care of any of its creators individually. It only wants you to trap people on YouTube. That is the goal. Make the longest videos you possibly can. YouTube rewards you for the length of your videos. Yep. They pay you based on watch time, not watch amount. So, it's all about just getting people to sit on YouTube and based on what they watch, collect their user data to sell you things better. And because it is structured th- that way, it has a fucking terrible recommendation algorithm. Like, it, there was a time when YouTubers loved the algorithm because once we figured out how to manipulate it, we figured mm-hmm. out, like, oh, you just make this type of content and you'll automatically get successful. Yeah. But then it turned out that that's now all that YouTube is. It's just one type of content the type that that has this effect of trapping people within the system to watch videos all day and people don't even like accept other forms of entertainment from this website unless they like happen to blow up you know but like youtube does nothing to promote its creators it does nothing to support them uh and it, it actively hampers their ability to do anything whereas spotify has an amazing recommendation algorithm i only recently started using it so i'm kind of like just starting to realize, like, oh, wow, Spotify is actually pretty good. Similarly to uh, the same problem, same dichotomy with Twitter versus Instagram, where Twitter will only recommend you blue check marks and yeah. approved shit and, yeah. like, government fucking sponsored accounts, yeah. whereas Instagram has an amazing recommendation algorithm uh, based on, you know, like it knows what you like. Based on what you click, it can figure out what else you'll like and give it to you in a way that Twitter can't do. Because it will not recommend you things that aren't approved. And uh, it's going to run these fucking – Twitter and YouTube are going to run themselves into the fucking ground this way because people don't want that. The populace does not want to be, you know, cajoled this way. It's I hope too stifling. so. I hope so, and I hope this is the first move. Joe Rogan, who has the biggest show on YouTube, I hope that – well, I don't know if it's the biggest show on YouTube, but it's a huge one. Him leaving that platform to go to Spotify, I hope – gets them thinking that, oh, we just can't censor everything that we don't like and we don't agree with or that the government tells us to take down. They, but they're they, going to have to replace Susan Wojcicki as the CEO before they're going to make any change. Dude, she's just the fall person. She's not. She's getting ordered to do this. Anyway, you whatever. Think? Yeah, I, I don't think she's the one making these decisions. But either way, Joe Rogan called Alex Jones. Wait, he, did you see the clip where, <laughs> uh, where Susan Wojcicki is literally like describing to a, a she's like in an interview talking about the algorithms and stuff yeah. and describing the chilling effect that it has on discussion 
positively. Like she's bragging about <laughs> yes. the chilling effect. Yeah, yeah, she she is a problem. <laughs> You're right. I shouldn't just pull that off. She she's definitely part of the problem. So Alex Jones gets a phone call from Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's explaining to him why he took the Spotify deal. This this uh, offer has been on the table for a while, but it wasn't until recently that Joe Rogan decided to do it. And Alex Jones explains why. He tries to get medical doctors on, people that own hospitals, you know, PhDs on top of it. And, and, and YouTube tells him, you're not having them on. And he goes, wait a minute, I can't have major medical, he watches all these medical doctors being banned. And again, Joe Rogan is all of us. Like, I am Spartacus, you were Spartacus. All right, it gets a little crazy there. But the point is, Joe I like Rogan. crazy though. <laughs> I know, me too. The point is that Joe Rogan has to get approval from YouTube to have guests on his show so that he can post them on YouTube. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. Seriously. When Alex Jones is calmly describing how unreasonable you are. <laughs> yeah. You know you fucked up. He fucked up. And the, this is the best. I don't know if this is true or not because Alex Jones is saying it, but I want it to be true so bad. In the contract with Spotify, supposedly it's written in the contract that Joe Rogan can have Alex Jones as a guest <gasps> on his show and that Alex Jones will be the first guest. And he got oh, in the fuck contract yeah, dude. with Spotify. That he can have Alex Jones on. I'm in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's the best thing I've ever heard. I can't wait for that. I, I, Alex Jones, I can't like watch his actual content because there's too much of it and it's all fucking, it's kind of like the poo cast. It's, it's enough nonsense that you stop processing it. But yeah. as long as he's on Joe Rogan and there's some kind of structure, oh, it's so good. I, I loved that five hour podcast he did with Joe Rogan. So this is the last clip I want to play from Alex Jones talking about this. Joe Rogan switching off of YouTube. And Joe Rogan is saying, according to Alex Jones, that this is a war. He's going to war with YouTube over this censorship issue. And I just... Do you think that they've even actually had a conversation about this? Or is I, this all Alex's speculation? I honestly do. He he explains okay. they had a 45-minute conversation. And Alex is like, what am I allowed to say? And Joe said, say everything. Say everything I'm telling you. So okay, whether that's cool. true or not, who knows? Alex Jones is a crazy person. But I'm willing the, to believe that. I'm willing to believe that he does have a relationship with Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan could very quickly go on a show and be like, Alex Jones is full of shit. Alex Jones also doesn't to. lie for no reason. Like, right. He it doesn't do him he any good. Half, he half-truths and, and talks yeah. about things being declassified. But yeah. he doesn't just lie. So this is the one of the funniest clips you'll ever hear from Alex Jones, who is on AM radio station still, I'm pretty sure. I think he does a radio show. So you don't hear shit like this very often from him. He finally realized it's war, man. These people are needle dicks. They want to dominate us because <laughs> they know we are more powerful than them. And we like leave them alone. Oh, I'm more powerful than you, but I'm going to let you exist. No, it's social Darwinism. The chicken dick wants to run us. And so Joe finally gets that the big tech and Google wanted to get its cock out and run it in his ass. And I'm, it's a family show, but this is what this is. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes. This is a family show, but I'm just explaining what this actually is. Google's trying to fuck Joe Rogan in his asshole. I'm just saying this is what's really happening. That's all. Yeah, that's <laughs> not metaphorically, hilarious. nothing like that. Just this is what's going on. This is the news. I gotta give it to you the way it is. <laughs> I gotta tell you what's going on. He's completely. He's a hundred percent on point. And that dude. I mean, Alex Jones. 
people like act like that dude's an idiot. That motherfucker is not on any of the platforms. He still has a career. He still has shit tons of sponsorships. He's making a lot of money. Travels all over the place. Seems like he knows what he's doing to me. Oh, Alex Jones is a very wise guy. But I don't even know if he believes the shit that he says. He's just an entertainer through and through. And I thoroughly enjoy the Alex Jones I think he's just uh, basically just a schizo. But yeah. a really cool schizo. Yeah, he's a lunatic. And the kind of lunatic yeah. you want to hang out with and grab a couple beers. Exactly. Oh, boy. By the way. I would, love, I would love to fucking talk to him and pick his brain. I feel like that would be a really enlightening and fun conversation. I would. Yeah, of course. Alex Jones, he's fucking amazing. Um, so last week, Crozier had this amazing <laughs> discovery. He found out this podcast called Clever Name Podcast, I think it was called that they were totally ripping us off. That this guy was going on the show and, and making points about Stuttering John that we had made, and other shows, too, oh, no. that we had talked about. Did you hear that any of this? You're getting, you? you're getting big. You're getting rip-off artists. You're getting so, real big now. Well, it's funny because somebody reached out to the show to say, what the fuck's the deal, guys? You guys got busted. You got caught. There's two hosts. The other host said, oh, I know my buddy listens to it. I don't listen to WATP. So basically what's happening is this guy's getting content from our show and then bringing it onto the other show as if it was his ideas and his jokes. It reminds me of like when Dr. Evil goes back in time to the 60s and he pretends that he wrote What If God Was One Of Us and performs it in front of everyone. He's just ripping off something that no one knows that he didn't come up with that. And right. then, like, I, make I, I know, I know what you're describing from Hot Tub Time Machine. I did not see whichever <laughs> Austin Powers that happens. In. Fair enough. It's the one with Mini Me. I think most people know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm sure I've seen it, but it's fucking been 20 years. Yeah, I understand. Speaking of terrible at broadcasting, this is Stuttering John. Stuttering John's got a new format that he's discovered is working for him. He just bashes Trump now, and he's got guests on who are all bashing Trump. And, you know, it only took him three and a half years to figure out that this is what Stephen Colbert did to get famous. But whatever. This is John not understanding how to talk on his own show. It's full circle. So, you know what? I should make this this. Oh, God. Is that the audio? Yeah, this is the audio from it. He's on like some kind of Zoom meeting with some assholes. And uh, this is the cringe of the week. Where did this Zoom shit come from? This shit came out of nowhere. Everybody's on Zoom now. It really did. I don't know why that... Like, Skype fucked up. Microsoft fucked up with Skype, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. But I think Zoom's Chinese, so I don't know if it's like... I don't know if it's like some PSYOP or some shit. Oh, I think it's likely a PSYOP. (laughs) Digi. Uh, All right, let's listen to uh, Sonny John suck at broadcasting. Is full circle. So all of our videos leave you with that moment where you go, holy shit. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, oh, what was I going to say? I, I just got thwarted by these chats because, you know, this one guy loves to trash me every single second, you know. <laughs> and he's trashing me for always using the words, you know, but I always say, you know, because that's the only way I can get to the next word without stuttering. <laughs> but uh yeah listen if you guys see the thing that i i i'm I, I i didn't edit that this is what this guy is doing on his own show and thinking he's a successful broadcaster you are giving this guy an existential fucking crisis right now <laughs> well i'm not the one commenting like, while he's this, doing this, the show this guy had uh, stuttering john had a response in mind 
Yeah. And then before he said his response, he said, you know. Yep. And then upon having said that, <laughs> yep. immediately realized, oh, fuck, I did the thing. I did the thing that Carl's always shitting on me for. And it distracted him so much he forgot what he was going to say. Yeah. And then had to, like, sort of sheepishly defend himself because, like, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I almost – when he puts it like that, I almost feel for him. Like, the guy's got a stuttering problem. It helps him to talk. Like, I don't know. Did, did, has he ever had any speech therapy or something? Like, could he fix this? Probably. Why Why not? Maybe he just likes being stuttering John. I don't know. I don't if think that's true. want to be a podcaster, but I speech therapy. <laughs> I think he likes being stuttering John. There's no way in hell that's true. <laughs> no, never mind. I fucked up. No, he's... Okay, let me put it differently. I think he's... <laughs> could you imagine? Uh, I, I think he's – well, okay, Stuttering John obviously hates himself now, but yes. he loves who he was. Correct. So, like, he can't, he can't like, change and become somebody new who is good. He, he wants to be who he was, but, like, no, he, who he was was entirely dependent on the fact that he was surrounded by smart people. So he can't do that by himself. And he can't reconcile his differences with all these people because he's been such an asshole to them that he can't – like when when somebody can't apologize to somebody, it's usually not because they were an asshole to you. It's because you were an asshole to them. Correct. You know, like Opie, if he could just like apologize, if he could apologize to them instead of waiting for everyone to apologize to him, yes. this would be over. Correct. Same goes for Maddox. If Maddox just apologized to Dick and 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 wanted to, Dick offered to fucking pay him to do a show. Like yeah. he could be making money and building his career back, but he won't do it because he can't admit. That the problem is he's retarded. Yeah, Maddox, Opie, and Stuttering John all have a very similar thing going on where every decision they make is the wrong decision. And you can tell you can see it from a mile away that they're gonna make the wrong decision. And all three of them love to celebrate their And it's because they were all picked up by smarter people. Like, none of them would have been successful. I mean, Maddox was lucky that he he built his website and all that, but like it was because he got onto a local radio show that anybody even found out about his website. You know right. that he like called into and pitched himself. So like it was always that these people were scouted. They were put in front of people. They were put into a context where they could be funny. They don't know how to do that by themselves. Speaking of people getting scouted, we have to talk about the saga with Patrick Michael that unfolded. Over the past week and a half, let's oh get into my that. God. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. So this is what happened. I'll just give a quick recap, and then we'll get into these clips. I have a few of them. Dick Masterson and I did a bonus episode. We do we do a crossover show where it's uh, the Dick Show and Who Are These Podcasts. And I brought Dead Town as the podcast that we would review, which is hosted by Patrick Michael. Dick and Sean, the audio engineer, were both blown away by this guy's talent and said, we got to get him to call in. To the dick I'm so show. glad you. I'm so glad you got Sean to react to him because <laughs> yeah. that was priceless. It was amazing. Oh, I'm so glad to introduce Patrick Michael to Dick Masterson and Sean. Yeah. So, so Riley, who does a lot of work on the Dick Show, sends a note, sends an email to Patrick Michael and says, "Hey, they were talking about you. Carl and Dick were talking about you on their crossover show." 
Dick would love for you to call into his show. Look at his Patreon. It's one of the biggest podcasts on the web. Tons of listeners, a lot of exposure. Would you be up for it? And uh, this numbnuts writes back a response that we'll get into that made it seem like he was into it and then never called in and caused a lot of confusion. And Riley sent him additional emails and just tried to get him to come into the show maybe the next week since he missed it that week. He puts out an episode where he explains that he, well, this is the introduction where he's talking about getting this email. All of this back and forth where it's like, hey, will you come on The Dick Show? Turned into an hour-long podcast. And this is a Holy show called shit. Problem Academy that Patrick Michael does. He did an hour about being asked to be on The Dick Show and not going on The Dick Show. So it's going to seem like I'm talking about this a lot and I'm blowing this up. It's not that big of a deal. It's because Patrick Michael turned this into an hour of content for himself. Wait a minute. The one you had me listen to was not that one, right? Did he do another half hour he did. on that other one? He did. Oh, what happened God. was he put out that one that I had you listen to, and then yeah. people on Twitter responded to that, and then he had to respond to the response, and then he added that another half hour onto that other show. God. <laughs> this is great. So this is before How he gets... different were the two? Were they, was he just saying the same shit on both? or like? Well, so I, I have a lot of clips. It's interesting because he was very confused on the first show. What was even going on? What he was being asked to do? Why he was being asked to do it? He understands it a little bit better on the second show, but he's trying to make... I don't believe this man understands anything. <laughs> I know! He's trying this to make the case that he doesn't want to go on other people's podcasts because he doesn't know what that would do for him. And he's lying! It doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, this is great. All right, so this is him uh, setting this up. Because basically this person emails me they say that they are in charge of contacting people for this this podcast that is one of the highest uh, grossing, I guess, highest grossing podcasts on Patreon. And I guess it's called The Dick Show, something like this. The Dick Show. And it's like, yeah, of course, that's a, that's a show that's going to do well on Patreon. Yay. So he has no idea what's going on. Right. Why is that, of course, a show that will do well on Patreon? Because he doesn't know how to be funny or interesting. He has no is idea he trying to say that like Dick Dick is lowbrow humor, therefore he is a, broadly popular? He has a few weird assumptions about what the Dick show is. Uh, yeah. But this is him explaining that the time that they asked him to call in is ridiculous. They wanted me to be on the show today at like noon. And it's like, bro, noon? Get the fuck out of here, first of all. <laughs> Why is that such a crazy time to do a show? <laughs> Noon seems pretty reasonable to me. Doesn't he do all of his shows at like 2 to 4 in the morning or Correct. some shit? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so to him, like, going on a show at noon is crazy town. How would I possibly even pull that off? It's like, I don't know, Dick has guests on his show every week. Somehow they figure yeah. it out. It's really I mean, not it, that it, difficult. It's also noon Pacific, so for him it would be like 2 p.m. Yeah, it's it's really pretty easy to pull off. So he was very confused. And I'm not saying that Riley worded the email properly. It was a little confusing. But Patrick Michael did not understand what was going on. Very confused. They're like, oh, we want to get you on the show. We heard you on the crossover episode with Carl. Blah, blah, blah. If you could hit us up uh, by noon, we could get you the... 
the screen name and, and whatever. Just a bunch of nonsensical shit. Because I've never done a crossover episode with anybody named Carl. Nor have I ever had any plans to. Nor has anybody ever even asked me. I don't know anyone named Carl like that. Come on, think, stupid. Think. <laughs> do, do you think that he was saying that he heard you on a crossover episode with me doing a show together? No! You, I get the feeling that if you wanted to make Patrick Michael understand something, you would have to go a lot farther than just being clear. You right. would have to be like, <laughs> yes. you have to write a <laughs> dissertation on your the one sentence sentiment that you wanted to say. So Patrick, and Riley probably shouldn't have said that it's a crossover show. Like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Dick Master said, and yeah. girl, we're talking about you. He wants to have you on the show. Great. But anyway, he's very confused. He thinks that it's all bullshit and it was all made up because... I've never even done a show with Carl. What's he talking about? And then he's wondering why he would even go on the dick show. And in the end, in the end, here's what it is. Because I honestly, the dick show or whatever, it's like, what are they fucking going to do for me? What are they going to do for me to be on their show? Do you really not know what? So let me explain this to you, dummy. You have a podcast. You want people to listen to your podcast. I went on the dick show, and now more people listen to my podcast. That's how it that works. In fact, <laughs> it is, in fact, almost exclusively the way that anyone yes. advertises a podcast. Yes, you're it's, guessing It's kind shows. of the by far best way to advertise a fucking podcast, you goddamn moron. It's so stupid. He can't be that dumb. Why do you think people go on Joe Rogan? Why do you think he can have all those guests? Right. Because being on the biggest podcast means that whatever your bullshit is, is going to get the most attention it could possibly get. Oh, now that you brought that up, I have to skip to this. So he explains when he would go on a podcast. Uh, the oh, point yeah. of that email thing is very, is very bizarre, and I only brought it up because, dude, stop asking. Stop fucking asking. Don't email me at any point asking me to do your show. Unless you're somebody that has a giant, giant podcast, okay? I'm not going to do your show, The the Dick Show. Which, no by the, Which, by the way, Riley explained that it is a very big show. That was the whole point of, yeah, check out this Patreon. He's got tons of people listening to the show. Subscribe. It would do a lot for you. This dummy goes out and goes, I wouldn't do a show unless it was really big. Well, that's, what, that's why he told you that it was... Really right. big. The so, highest grossing show on Patreon. One of the highest. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously there's a lot. There's a, there's a big listenership there. So you're probably wondering, well, how big of a show would you need to have in order to get Patrick Michael to come on your show? Later on in the podcast, he says this. You know, because you have to put it in perspective of what would be the biggest podcast. You have to say, well, oh, would you, would you do Joe Rogan's podcast if he asked? No. Also, no. This Dummy wouldn't do Joe Rogan's podcast. If it, I, Joe Rogan has to do a show, he would say no. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how many clips you have before I have to start getting into just like my fucking psychoanalysis <laughs> of this man because it, uh, listening to this is like it's hard not to just think about what's going on in this man's mind when you listen to these things. I will give you my psychoanalysis. Liar, yeah. liar, pants on fire. That's what oh. I think. I, I, <laughs> I'm too good for Joe Rogan. I don't need that shit. I got my own thing going over here. Yeah, I think he would fucking shit his pants if Joe Rogan approached him. No shit. We all won. But I, uh, I think that I think honestly, all of this is is more just he's really afraid. Like he's really yes. afraid of going on a show because Correct. he's a fucking moron and he knows that. And like 
I don't think he has conversations with people that go well in his day-to-day life. Correct. Yes. He's actually making a good decision. He's just rationalizing it very weird. Yeah, This is him explaining he doesn't need it. I don't (laughs) need to be on your show at all. And that's the best part. I don't need to do social media at all. And that's pretty great. I don't even need to have upgrades. I don't have to do any of this extra shit to make a good show. I just don't. What makes you think that? What have you done a good show? Why would he think he doesn't need to promote himself or put any work into his show in order for it to be a good show? Who told him that? Who's telling him that? I feel like in his mind, as long as he likes his show, then it is good, which is fine. It's good to have that kind of self-confidence. But why would you expect anybody to agree with you? That's the question. Right. It's like... Every step towards having an audience is a step towards curbing your own retardation to the point where people can comprehend you. If you can't do that, yeah. then you don't get to have an audience. Right. So, yeah. So he doesn't like, like that. This idea. guy, I, the, the fucking show that you sent me, what was the name of it? It's called Problem it's like, Academy. It was like. Uh... No, not that one. It was the other one. The, the, the follow up was on his uh, whatever podcast. It's called something oh, like. Oh, yeah, right. What was that called? I don't even know. Hold on. Let me look it up. I, I have it in the, uh, the tweets that you. That Producer you know. Chris knows what it is. What is it? Breakfast dessert. Oh, no, that's a different no, show. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the right. something show. Oh, this, this is called The Something Show. So uh, you sent me episode 34 of The Something Show is the one where about halfway in he starts talking about the the Dig Masterson thing again, pretty much saying the same shit, almost in the same words. No, no, this this isn't what I'm playing you. He he put that back out again as the problem academy. This is one of the things he does. Oh. He takes the same content, puts out his different show titles, and that's how he's gaining the system because he's making all this money from (laughs) Anchor.fm for these downloads. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've heard – like these clips I'm playing, you've heard this before. But this this show, I, I have to describe what I see when I click on this page yeah. because this is like – it's like troubling to me. You click <laughs> yeah. on it. It's called The Something Show, yeah. right? The description says this could be – literally be nothing at all or something very interesting. Okay. <laughs> I already knew that. The the, the, the avatar is a man with a TV for a head that's just playing static and has three question marks. Uh-huh. This is what it is like to be Patrick Michael. Yes. That is what his actual head looks like. It is a TV playing nothing but static, and he doesn't understand what he is seeing. He can't parse the picture because it is fucking nonsense. His mind is spaghetti. It is just totally fucking... He has no sense of anything, and it's because he's terrified of interaction. I don't think he talks to anybody. Right. I think that he is – he because of the fact that people have probably told him he's a retard every time he talks to anybody, <laughs> he can't deal with that rejection, so yeah. he just refuses to talk to people. But as a result, he's getting no better at doing it. I don't want Patrick s- Michael, you need to get over your rejection. Come on the dick show. Take your beatings. Yes. Take, you're already getting abused. We're already talking shit about you. It's yeah, not going to stop if you change. keep posting shit on the internet. So – I don't want to stop your epic rant right now. I, I know you have more to say, but this is him explaining that when somebody compliments him, he knows it's bullshit. I've been asked multiple times and also, you know, of course, the trolls, the ones that are just like, oh, uh, hey, man, really love what you're doing. Like, you know that they're just fucking bullshitting you. They're just bullshitting you because the people that actually do enjoy what you do. Not on social media. Right? They're not out there fucking putting their stuff out. How are they finding your stuff then? (laughs) 
<laughs> he goes, he goes, right? People who like things aren't on social media. Well, of course they are. Yeah. People compliment other people's shows on social media all the time. I, I see it in my notifications. Yeah. It's quite nice. <laughs> it's quite idiot. nice, actually, to receive compliments because yeah. people like your stuff. Yeah, he goes, you he goes, try somebody improving reaches... your stuff so you can experience that <laughs> right. sometime. When people reach out, they say, I really like your show. I know they're lying. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's pretty crazy. That I mean, they doing... might they might like it for different reasons from you, but you gotta you gotta realize that nobody in this world is ever going to like understand exactly you the way you understand you and your brain, and that's okay. Like, it's impossible. This I I really think that people like him are people who like they feel as though if you don't just like fully accept absolutely everything they do, then they think that you hate them, and right. it's like. Bro, like, there's there's a give and take here. That's what a relationship is. I don't know how you have one without understanding this. Um, I really worry about it. Uh, but, man, and when you look at him, just the fact... I don't know. How, how old is he? Do you know? It's like 31, 32, something like that. Oh, my God. He's that old? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... I know. It's a thing like he hasn't aged since he was 18. Like, he has a very young face, but he, like... He wears like a like a douche cap, like a trucker hat, and like these big ass bottle cap earrings, and like he just has such a like weird manufactured look. This like like metrosexual kind of hipster. I don't know. He doesn't look like anybody else. It's it's kind of bizarre. Um, so it's like he like he cop he's copying an aesthetic that doesn't match him. He just seems so confused. Like everything he says, he's just like he's looking in all directions. He's just saying random things. He doesn't understand why he's saying what he's saying or why you're saying what you're saying. It's just all confusion all the way down. He's like the most disassociated person in the history of the world. He's it's so, like it's he's so fascinating. confused, Digi, that he puts the word comedy on all of his podcasts. He says that they're comedy podcasts. They're devoid of humor, and he calls them comedy podcasts. Like that's confusing to the audience they think they're gonna hear a joke it never because happens he never he like he he gets confused by his own jokes like he doesn't yeah. he, he says something and then he's like i don't know why that's funny because it's not <laughs> You're right he's like i don't know why i said that neither do i i can't help you i don't know why you said that <laughs> why don't you think before you speak god damn it this is amazing so his show has so few listeners that there are actually more people who tell him they like his show then listen to his show, as he points out in this clip. Because had have the numbers of any of the shows, any of the episodes, match the amount of people that try and talk to me, I'd be that much busier. In other words, and this is crazy, he has so many people setting up multiple accounts to talk to him that there's more people reaching out to him than there are people listening to his show. Unheard of. This is unheard of. Yeah. There's usually a very small percentage of people who actually decide they want to email or tweet at the host of something. Most people just enjoy it, go about their day. Yeah. He uh, goes on to talk about... Um, I mean, there is one type of person who has this experience of life, and it is called a lol cow. <laughs> yes, correct. And he, he didn't understand. He knows that that's what's going on with him now. So he's just rejecting anything that anyone reaches out to him about. So... Anyone who's trying to get him on their show or do anything with him, he's just saying no to everything at this point. He talks about us for a minute here. And the one thing that they got to understand, these people that try to talk to me because of their favorite podcast, well, keep in mind, fella, your favorite podcast is talking about me. They're not talking about you. Right, because we laugh at jerks on this show. That's not an impressive yeah. thing. Look at this, man. You like who are these podcasts? They're talking about me every week. Because you suck at podcasts. 
acting. Not because we're impressed by anything you're doing, you idiot. Was he saying they're talking about me and not you as in the audience, the Correct. listener, like the people reaching out to him? Why would we be talking about Right. Them? Right. They're not putting on shitty podcasts. Nobody they wants don't want to be, to be Nobody wants to be talked about on this show. Right. It's, it's a, a problem thing. if you're talked about on this show. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Uh, and then he, he explains to us that he doesn't have to go on shows to promote himself because audiences just magically occur in nature, apparently. So for the people that go out of their way and they fucking, they're so desperate to bring in listeners, it's bizarre, dude. Because they will find you. They always find you. If you're putting out something that's worthy, they will find you. And you have to determine to yourself what you consider being found, I guess. You know, what you consider being validated in your content. It could be five people. If you got five people that are steady, dedicated to every single episode, well, guess what? You're doing just fine. No. You're doing just fine. I don't know why you think that. Five people listening to your show is not fine. You're not doing a show then. No. You're at I a mean, if they party. were, if those five people all happen to be millionaires and are going to fucking pay for your kids, then but sure. The, but in what world does that exist? Like, this is not. It doesn't. Right. <laughs> is it, this is not. What anyone should be hoping for, like those kids talking about their 100 views, like you're not a YouTuber if you have 100 views and you're not doing a show if you have five listeners. It's not a no. show. It's not it's not a it's good just thing. A, it's just a hobby. I mean, right. I think he ultimately does these shows mostly to like understand himself better because yes. he's like needs an excuse to talk and there's nobody to talk to because his kids are too young and he doesn't care about them and his and his uh, fiance is going to work to support them yeah so he doesn't see her and i really would love to know more about her like Me what too. is she, is she as bad as this or is she like more functional can she afford to get him a therapist they got engaged recently i'd like to see the size of the rock on her finger that's what i'm curious <laughs> about this guy who's making pennies a day on about as big as the fucking bottle caps on his ears <laughs> i doubt it i doubt it all right. And as fake. He comes as non jewelry. <laughs> after he put out this show where he's explaining he got an email and he's not gonna go on the show, and people were confused because he wrote back kind of an affirmative when Riley sent the note saying, Do you want to come on the show? And this is him explaining what he said and what it meant. But yeah, they 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 got mad because they contacted me and I simply responded saying Roger, Roger, you know, but like what? Star Wars, okay? What? And I said this <laughs> under the intent of, hey, man, cool offer, thanks. Stop fucking lying! <laughs> you know. fucking know about this shit! <laughs> Hold on, I gotta finish this clip because this is so funny. The fact so. that you think that would even be an option, but also probably not gonna be there. But I think what happened is they might not be that big of fans of Star Wars, and they just took this to mean, see you then. This has nothing to do with Star Wars. Roger, Roger are both affirmative things to say, even in Star Wars. It doesn't mean I don't give a shit about your offer. I'm not going to go on your show. In any movie, in any scenario, that's not what that means. 
Yeah, let me let me rephrase what he meant to say there. Yeah. What he meant to say was, I said, Roger, Roger. Then I realized what the show actually was. <laughs> and so I panicked and came up with an excuse for how I could possibly have said that and not meant that I was going to go on the show. It gets even better than that. Listen to him further explain what he meant. They were under the impression that Roger, Roger usually means yes. It doesn't yeah. mean I don't want to do the show. Mm-hmm. But hey, hey, that's wrong. Okay, <laughs> Roger, Roger just means not coming, not gonna be there. Thanks for asking. Uh, okay, that's in what it the means context of how it's used in this in the Star Wars movie, does is Roger, Roger not an affirmative response? Now, I didn't even. I have watched the Star Wars movies. I've never heard Roger, Roger. Apparently, it's from like the. Clone Wars cartoon series. Oh, God. And it, it is completely an affirmative response to something. It always yeah. is. I don't know where he's coming up with this shit that he's got a whole new definition for this word that we've all known about for centuries. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So he goes on to explain that he was getting bashed because he didn't communicate well that he wasn't going to go on the show. Because he wrote back, Roger, Roger, I was there in the Discord on Dick's show last weekend waiting for Patrick Michael to show up. Like, sweet, let's let's do this. I'll, I'm here if you want to pop me on too. And he never came. And so people are like, dude, you said, you said Roger, Roger. Why didn't you show up? And this is him explaining that don't be mad at me. I just have a different definition than you do. They try to say, they basically try to say that I need to learn to communicate properly. Oh, my God. Because yes. <laughs> whatever this dick show is, they're making tens of thousands of dollars a month. And uh, I'm the one failing to communicate with them properly. But it's not my fault that you didn't understand that Roger Roger for me means yes, not is. coming. <laughs> okay? It may have a different meaning to you, and that's fine. And that's fine. He goes, it's not my fault that you didn't know what I meant by a word that doesn't mean that. Now, that's not how communication or words work. Words have meanings for a very specific reason so we can communicate with each other. If you're making up your own words and their own definitions, we cannot possibly communicate with each other, you fucking yeah. retard. If I have to watch a fucking Star Wars show... <laughs> yeah, to understand. <laughs> to understand, which which I wouldn't even if I had, because you're just lying. Right. So, like, I, I would get nothing out of watching the Star Wars show to understand you better, you fucking asshole. Dude, I didn't even pick up on that. The fact that he at first was probably like, yeah, all right, and then realized, oh, shit, no, I don't want to do this. You're right, it's a lie. And he's trying so hard to justify it and explain it. It doesn't make any He's not helping his cause at all. By explaining, no. oh, I just meant something totally different than what that means. Like, how did you not know that? That's I mean, on you. If, if he had said Roger just once, I might have even been able to buy that. Because Roger does just mean, like, I heard you. But right. when you say it twice, it that adds an affirmative content <laughs> yes. to it. Like, yeah, it's the only thing it can mean. Riley posted that response, I think on Twitter or somewhere I saw it. And I was like, sweet. All right, good. He's coming up. Everyone thought he was coming on. That's what that means. I'm not surprised he didn't, but, you know, we kind of thought that he might. Anyway. Hey, we could maybe, might still be able to get him. Maybe if he hears all these psychoanalysis things about him, he'll seek therapy. So he put out that podcast that you listened to where he's talking about getting this email. And then because people listened to that podcast and responded to it, 
He thinks it's weird that we listen to it. Because what's weird is that you sat you sat there and listened to somebody talk about an email in a podcast. That's weirder than talking about the email. No. Most certainly. It's weirder for you to sit there and listen to a man talk about his email. He thinks that it's bizarre anyone would listen to his podcast. Then why did you make it? That's why you make a podcast for people to listen to. And he goes, I can't believe you fucking dumb nuts listen to my podcast. What, Carl, are, you, what are you guys, retarded? The, uh, shows, shows like yours, the importance of these shows is that they teach... Uh, everyone else, how to live their life better. Correct. Even if it's just insofar as make a better show. Mm -hmm. These are just, this is just one person's perspective. You don't have to do everything that we tell you, right. but it's like, think about it. Think about the shit we say. And all the people who have, their shows have gotten better, their shows have gotten more popular, they've developed relationships with this show that have helped their shows to grow. Patrick, if you came on WATP, you have some chance of getting legitimate advice and a legitimate audience. Yeah, you will never develop that on your own. He's ever. even come out. You are too stupid. He's even come out and said, "I'm part of this whatever relationship I have with WATP, and I'm not making any money on it. And yet WATP is making money on it. I must be doing something wrong. Yes, you exactly. are doing something wrong. Correct. There, there are many ways you could <laughs> so be profiting close. from this. You're so close to understanding it." This is, again, talking about how stupid you have to be to listen to his podcast. But I'm not listening to somebody talk about the email. That's strange. Why did you make odd. it then? That is uh, uneducated. <laughs> he says listening to his podcast is uneducated. Which I completely agree. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but it kind of does. Holy shit. I love that. He... Paying attention to it is really hard. Like yes. listening to him talk for more than a couple minutes, just like the drifting train of thought, it makes it you just get so frustrated that he's not moving on. Like that the that segment is 30 minutes yes. long. He just repeats himself the whole fucking time. Correct. And Digi, could you imagine putting out a show where you had no idea what you were talking about? You said all these things were that were completely false. People call you on your nonsense, and your response is why are you even listening to my show? I'm an idiot. You guys are so stupid for listening to my show. Like, that's not a good comeback to that. No, that is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. In fact, the worst comeback. <laughs> that's the worst comeback possible. You think that I'm an idiot. Who's stupider? The person listening to the idiot or the idiot himself? Okay. He's like Daffy Duck level of turning the gun back on himself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So this is a clip where he's terrible at talking even though that's all he does on these podcasts he fucks up and he tries to fix it and this is hilarious wrong again padre compadre what's the difference what's a padre is that just like a the, the baseball player teams huh i don't know doesn't matter doesn't matter at all but i slipped up on the word there and i don't want to be confused for uh an idiot <laughs> he doesn't want to be confused for an uh, idiot Either one would have been fine, dude. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, oh, oh this, so one of the, so he's trying to come up with all these reasons why he wouldn't go on another person's show to promote his show, even though he's got 20 shows and they're all impossible to find. Even pulling the clips from the show was very difficult. There's no MP3 file you can find. It's very difficult to listen to his show, to find it. If you Google Problem Academy podcast, and by the way, it's a bad brain production I, apparently his production company is called Bad Brain, which there's a band called Bad Brains, 
which makes it impossible to everything he does is impossible to Google or find. He's so well, fucking because bad he, at this. he only he only can perceive the world through media, so everything is named after something. Right. Like, he constantly is referencing shows and shit that he grew up with in the eighties, like God, that's how I I should have known he was old. Like it's weird to see his face because he looks so fucking young. But yeah. like, yeah, all the stuff he references is kind of before my time, which means he's like really trapped in his fucking childhood. Yeah, I mean, he sounds like he's <laughs> fourteen. That's why Dick and Sean yeah. are like, "How old is this kid?" I'm like, "Well, he's in his thirties." Right. Like, what the fuck? Uh, if you look at him, you'd feel the same way. He looks like yeah. he can pass like an eighteen year old or something. So he's he looks trying, fresh out of high school. He's trying to explain and he has a lot of different reasons why he would never go on the dick show and this is one of the reasons dude i'm doing it myself i'm doing it myself i don't want anybody trying to take credit for people listening to my shit he's worried that if he goes on a show and promotes his show that show is going to take credit for anyone who listens to his show going forward how does that make any sense at all it's just making shit up now yeah, uh, this is I'm being called. I'm being called a zoomer for saying 31 is old. Yeah. I'm about to be 29. I'm just projecting my insecurity. No, it's it's old for a Seamus. 31 <laughs> is old for a Seamus. I'm with you, man. Yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm totally with you. All right, this is. I just think I think that the reason he looks and sounds like a baby yeah. is that he's never done anything, so he has developed no character. That's not true. No he lines. Went, no he, lines in his face. He no, went to Gary, like, Indiana. He made he a did trip go to Gary, Indiana. To Gary, Indiana. That was pretty hardcore. And if you think he's lied about that, Digi, then we got we got to take this outside. I mean, think about the level of trauma he experienced by just like feeling the general vibe of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> like he didn't say he like saw a gun. No, you know, he just like saw a lot of black people and got freaked out. Yes, like, he drove through during the day and didn't want to stop at stop signs. <laughs> like, okay, great story. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dork. Uh, all right. Uh, just continuing on here. So Riley explained it was the crossover episode, and then he didn't understand that, and there's more confusion going on. So they say, you know, the dick show is one of the top earning, blah, 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 and says he was listening to your show recently with Carl for a crossover event. Like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. So why are you talking about it? You don't know what any of it means. He did say something that I was very uh, excited about. Anything involving this sniper named Carl? Well, unless we're talking about the Walking Dead, I'm not interested. Yeah. Riley, here's a quick tip for you. If you ever want to get Patrick Michael on the Dick Show, don't say, so Carl and Dick were talking about this guy. <laughs> Patrick Michael is wary of uh, the name Carl at this point, but I do like that he called me a sniper. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's... It's one sweet. shot, one kill. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I'm just spraying bullets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have no aim or direction whatsoever. <laughs> All right. So he doesn't care about getting new listeners. He's not interested in it. No, but I, I honestly, like I said, I, it's just not my thing. That's what I told him. I said, you know what? It's not my thing. They say that you know it'll bring me a bunch of new listeners in a big way, blah, blah, blah. But, dude, I don't care. I don't care. But you know what why I'm saying? Not? Why? You say you want listeners. Why? What is I that? Just... I I don't know what it's for. You know? It's not something that I'm interested in. He doesn't know what it's for to get more listeners to a show. And yet he talks all the time about, dude, you're listening. I got paid. You get paid every time somebody listens. That's what it's for. What are you talking about? You it's... don't know why you'd want more listeners. It can't be possible that he's comfortable with the amount of money he's making, is it? <laughs> 
like, right? He's like, I'm doing pretty well. I got an apartment here in Indiana. I'm doing good. So I don't need it. I don't need anything else. What the fuck is he talking about? It's just like, if I believed him, I would be like, wow, man, that's actually, you know, you sound pretty well. Yeah, you're just making stuff for yourself, releasing right. it for whoever happens to like it. But no, I don't believe that it's like that. Well, the, the problem is, is that he said many, many times that he loves when the haters come on and listen to his show because he makes money from that. He just wants to get his Anchor.fm reads out there, however it can happen. Well, then why the fuck is he? I, uh, just go on the dick show and get people to listen to your show then. Which I have to point out, this quick clip that I pulled from him. Yeah, there's inconsistencies, of course. Yeah! There's a lot of inconsistencies <laughs> when I listen to your show. This is him not understanding what The Dick Show is, and I, I, he could have looked this up. The show's called The Dick Show, first and foremost. That right there should be a, a key to anybody. What are, you, what are you talking about? The host is named Dick Masterson. It's yeah. The Dick Show. It's like The David Letterman Show. It's like That's how that works. It's the guy's name. Right. He's like, I oh, know. I'm on to you guys. Your show's called The Dick Show? I'm not going on that. Well, what do you think this is? You think it's like gay porno or something? What, what do you think's going on? Do you on? think it's possible that he typed in dickshow.com and oh. not thedickshow.com? <laughs> yeah, now you know what? That's a really good point. He's like, no wonder this is so popular on Patreon. It's a bunch <laughs> of fucking guys blowing each other. So you were talking about his brain isn't really working very well. It's all spaghetti. Yeah. He's decided mm -hmm. he's going to recreate how this all went down, that he got an invite oh to go on the dick show. How long is this clip going to be? Like four minutes? <laughs> it's not 12. that long. It's not that long, but it's funny. It's like, so what they're basically saying is these two fools, whoever they are, listened to my podcast and was like, yeah, brother, we should try and convince them to be on. We'll say we're this L.A. comedy fucking shit. We got a Patreon known as the dick show. It's all cool, dude. He'll fucking like it. He's an asshole, right? He's a ginger. He doesn't like people. There's a good chance he'd be into it. For sure we can sway him, dude. High five. But I mean, let's be honest. None of it's real. Does he think what? that they what? spoofed what? a Patreon page? <laughs> I think the Patreon was made up. Did he not look at it? Yes. You fucking can't. You can't just fake a fucking Patreon. He thinks it's all He's elaborate He's got like 5,000 patrons. <laughs> He thinks it's an elaborate ruse just to get him on a show where they can goof what? on him. This is way too fucking schizo, dude. I you know. need to see fucking help. I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. He later goes on to explain what he's become. Because at first he says he's a nobody. Why would they want to have me on my on their show? And then he explains that he's a pop icon. I'm real realizing I'm much more of a pop icon as the, as time goes on, right? We're just falling into a, an enigma type of category these days and i'm good with it i'm good with it we it's we totally are fine. just that's another reason why i refuse to do somebody's show because i don't have any anything that i want to give you does that make sense no it doesn't make any sense i don't know what he's talking about there at all he's lost me he's a pop icon and he's good with that he doesn't need to go on anyone's show and he's lying about his intentions he says that when he, when he first started podcasting, he had no idea what it was going to turn into. Because when this started, it was me and a friend. Not knowing there was a chance that there, you could create an audience. You could make your own audience in a sense. You never really knew that that was a thing. 
How is that possibly true? That's why you start a podcast is to get it out on the internet where people can find it and then you can get an audience for it. If you didn't think that was a thing, you wouldn't have put it on the internet as a podcast. This guy needs some male role models in his life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like your I like your psychoanalysis. I think you're I think you're onto something. I try to keep it honestly, I in my the way I actually think about it, I go way farther. I try to be as reasonable as I can. I like it. Because I think I think this guy has like some kind of dissociative identity disorder or something. Like he it just doesn't understand who he's supposed to be. Like he at some point he might have had a sense of self and it has completely left him. And now he's just confused. He's got all these different voices in his head and he doesn't know which one is his voice because they're all his voice, but he yeah. just doesn't, he won't, he doesn't see it. That's a perfect segue. Listen to him argue with himself in this clip. He's so confused. He doesn't even know what he's fighting anymore. But then also to be, I don't know, I don't even want to keep talking about it because of course the people that will listen to this will also say, hey man, it was super weird that you talked about that email. And then talked about more emails. Like, hey, man, so what? So what? Hey, but also, who gives a shit? You know, I think I was thinking about it real hard earlier. And I was just like, you know, who cares? <laughs> Digi, he thought about it real hard earlier. You know, before he did an hour-long show about emails that he got. And he thought, yeah. who cares? That That makes sense. That's why you yeah. would go on and talk about being asked to go on the dick show and turning it down for an hour straight. If you really didn't care, you might not podcast about it at all. I don't know. Just a thought. Christ, listening to clips of him when he does that, it's just like, it, because in the end, he has said nothing. He's like contradicted himself so many times yes, that right. I don't even know what he was trying to say. He doesn't know what he's trying to say. That's the problem. That's why he should not right. be a podcaster. <laughs> This is him talking about how interviews don't go well for him. A another reason why he didn't want to go out the dick show. The last time that I was a guest on somebody's podcast didn't go well. Got upset. So he did do it before. Wanted to set fire. Okay. <laughs> he has That's a bit true. of a violent streak too, doesn't he? Weird. Oh, for sure. So I think he's talking about the Delvin Cox experience. And... What happened was, podcast hitman's all over this at the Discord. What happened Didn't he was. literally say in one of the earlier clips that he had not done any guest appearances ever? Right. Yeah. He, he talks about how I don't do guest appearances. Well, it was a few months ago that somehow Delvin Cox convinced him to go on his show. And Delvin read him questions that I wrote and questions that podcast hitman wrote. The questions that I wrote were fine. You know, it was just right. like, why are you doing this? What are you trying to accomplish? What do you, who do you think you are kind of stuff? And Podcast Hitman was asking about Child Protective Services. And it got right. him really pissed off. It did not go well. He's still pissed uh, off about it. Yeah, your I questions mean, were not nice, Podcast. Look, man, if if people are constantly telling you to seek CPS, whether you need that or not, you should consider that a lot of people are saying these words to you and... There's maybe something to think about there. Yeah. You know? Uh, so you're probably wondering, why would he even put out this epic podcast about not going on a show? Like, literally, the topic is, I didn't do anything. Like, that's not an exciting anecdote. Guess what? I got asked to do something cool. I didn't do it. Okay. Why are we talking about this for an hour? He explains. I'm really just doing this extra stuff for this episode because I want to make sure that 
historically, it's been written. The story's been told. Wow. That was a really important story to get out there. Now, we all know how you wrote Roger Roger, which didn't make any fucking sense. People thought you were going to go on the show. You didn't. They followed up with you to see if you wanted to go out next week, and you were pissed off about it. Neat. Good job. I, I do have this clip that I'm excited about. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. He's never said my name so many times in a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's very exciting. Uh, do you think this guy, has he ever, like, referenced any podcast that he listens to? Like, does he even listen to podcasts? Does he know what they are? He loves Kill Tony and what else? Your mom's house, maybe? Are these shows anything like his? Tom Segura? No. Why doesn't he try to make a show like the podcast that he knows are good? Well, hold on a second. What podcast is like his? What would that What would that even be? I feel like my Art So Fartso's Whirling Dervish podcast is like his podcast if it was if it did make sense. Oh, okay. Because it is just somebody screaming schizophrenic madness. <laughs> well, like, then you should send that along to him. But it's somebody with a you know with a with a an an IQ that can get them through life as opposed to <laughs> right. So by the end of this episode, where he's, like you said, just saying the same thing over and over and over again while contradicting himself, he bores the shit out of himself. And that has always been kind of my my brain's way. I'm yawning on you guys because I care. <laughs> he's yawning because he cares. I actually like that. That's kind of funny. It's so stupid. He's fucking yawning during his podcast. God, I hope I've never done that. If somebody, if somebody finds that I have yawned during my podcast, I'll be very embarrassed. Last thing I want to play. In the episode that you listened to, that is now part of this Problem Academy episode, he talks about the fact that he's holding out. Now, the first 10 minutes is about his microphone that he fixed, right? I think he's got like a, a Shure M58. And he's very excited that he was able to fix it. And that's what he's using. And he's holding it. It's not in a holster. It's not on the table. He's holding his microphone. And that's making him more badass as a podcaster. <laughs> and it feels really good. Check this out. Because, of course, yes, yes, I've said a lot of things that weren't very funny. As well as things that weren't interesting or entertaining in this episode. But do I feel confident in them because I am holding the stage? Well, pretend holding the stage. He hasn't said anything funny or interesting, but he's confident about it. <laughs> Why? Don't, don't be. That's part of the problem. And this is just him. He feels confident just pretending to be on a stage. Right. So imagine how much <laughs> insane confidence he must feel on the stage. Ugh. He must just feel like he is fucking slaying it when he's up there, man. Yeah, I'm not buying it. All right, so... He said my name. <laughs> he said my name a bunch of times, and uh, our buddy Doug from the Jingles Department put together a song that he's calling "Snakes in the Grass Part 2. This is uh, this is uh, pretty epic. W A T P. Carl, Carl, Carl like that. Carl like that. Carl, Carl. I have a huge. I have a huge. I have a huge penis. Carl, <laughs> Carl, and that's fine. And that's fine. Carl, Carl, it's not, 
It's not, it's not my first rodeo. Patrick and Carl, Patrick and Carl, Carl yeah. featuring Patrick, Carl featuring Patrick, or vice versa. I'm that bold. I have a huge, I have a huge, I have a huge penis. It's me. It's me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to try and make up something. Carl, we got him. We got him. Hook, line, and sinker. Your favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast is talking about me. Carl. Carl. This is a nothing. This is a nothing show. Carl. Carl. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Carl. Carl. I have a huge, I have a huge, I have a huge penis. I don't know anyone named Carl. W-A-T-P. Nice. That's the best Great. song he's ever done. Oh, Digi, we've done it all, buddy. Yes. We have done it all. Way. We talked about poop. We talked about Ope. We talked about Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. We talked about Patrick Michael not going on Dick Masterson's show, and he never will go on Dick Masterson's show. And if you tell him you like his show, he'll know you're lying. These are interesting things that we've learned today. Yeah. Um, I guess it's the time for uh, everyone's favorite part of the show. The for two weeks in a row, I have no teaser. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what's co-hosting because I'm still waiting on someone who's going to get back to me on whether or not they'll be able to come on. So this is a... Uh, Epic fail. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. Okay. Digi, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed Absolutely. talking to you again. What are you up to these days, buddy? Where can people find your work? Uh, well, you know, I'm Digi Nay on YouTube and Twitter. There's two E's to Digi N-E-E. Um, that's pretty much all you need. You'll find all my shit there. Okay. That's it, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got, I got fucking, I've always got a thousand things going on. So like, I just, I'm a human content machine. There's always something. Uh, I can't even begin to summarize the breadth of different amounts of shit that I do because it's uncoordinated clusterfuck of content. <laughs> All right. I love it. It's very similar to Patrick Michael, except for you are Googleable. Yes. Which is nice. You actually have a consistent name. Well, not that consistent anymore. Because, but, because you know I, mean. I did what Patrick Michael needs to do and like right. listened to people and talked to them until I got good. All right. Well, hang out. We only have a few voicemails to do. But um, before we do that, I will say, please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. You're not charismatic. This dude is fucking corny. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. Bullshit. That's fascinating. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Snake jazz. Take a piss.
W-H-E-P. It's my jam. There are three toilets in this house. Piss, piss, pee, pee. I'm shitting during work hours. And I'm depressed by your scream. Uh, 70 year old man. I'm shitting during work hours. Piss, fire hosey. Slap thing. Weez takes a piss at Carl Weez's grave, and Opie is impressed by his scream. Who's impressed by someone's fucking piss scream? I have shit everywhere. I'm surprised by your I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm just gonna be honest my superpower is being honest i've extrapolated this out and i won't have to for a few years because i got food and stuff but i'm literally looking at my neighbors now and i'm going i'm ready to hang them up gut them and skin them and chop them up you know what i'm ready my daughter's on starving to death i will eat my neighbors See my superpower is being honest. I will eat your ass. I will. I'm combat model, optimal self-sufficiency, probably the leader. The point is, you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought he could fix this. And I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? I'm gonna haul him up by chain and chop his ass up. I'll do it. My children are going hungry. I will eat your ass. Yeah. Uh, let's play some voicemails real quick. This is uh, a guy who I think is auditioning for the Peapod. Hey, Carl. How's it going, buddy? Just wanted to say I'm sending you this voicemail while I'm pissing. I think you might really be on to something here. All right. I, I got to go. Call me back. Let's look at our uh, latest numbers here on the Peapod. We haven't been putting out as many episodes as we, we should have been. But uh, I'm still very impressed. $68.36. Jesus Christ, we're crushing it. The Peapod is crushing it. And I want to thank all of you for your loyal listenership on there. All right. This is, uh, oh, Crippled Jesus. Crippled Jesus is actually here. He called in. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Carl. Um, it's Crippled Jesus. And I just got done with listening to the bonus episode that you did with uh, Dick and Sean, the new one. It was great. Um, I noticed that Seamus uh, doesn't feel bad for crippled people. But I just want to say, as a people of wheelchair uh, and being in the cripple community, we actually feel bad about Seamus. Like, he is like, oh, we might be crippled, but at least we don't have 20 podcasts that no one gives oh a shit God. about. Um, yet, I, I love everything about those bonus episodes. Keep doing them. 
Uh, WATP is awesome. The creep off sucks. Stop <laughs> doing that show. And uh, love the content, buddy. Go fuck yourself. Uh, thanks, Cripple Jesus. That's fucking funny. Yeah. I, Thank you, you for introducing me to the phrase "people of wheelchair." Yeah, that's great. If you're if you're uh, if you want to come on right now, I unmuted you in the server. But yeah, the Patrick Michael was saying that his mom's drug dealer dove into the shallow end and became quadriplegic, and he was fine with that. Like the dude had it coming or something. Oh yeah, so fucking weird. What kind of drugs do you think his mom was doing? Like, if he feels that much hatred for that drug dealer, then surely there's it something dark was going better on there. Be, it better be meth. Yeah, I agree. Hey, what's yeah. up, Cripple Jesus? How you doing, buddy? Well. Well, I tried. <laughs> uh, your microphone, like your legs, does not work. <laughs> All right, here's a guy who hates Vic. We haven't heard this in a while. Carl, I, it's been... It's been, what, like 10 weeks now? It feels like an eternity. Listen, what is the deal with Vic? I, I don't understand. She's not funny. You just, you crack up laughing every time she says, Carl, you're stupid. Uh, you're a faggot. Uh, that's that's her whole stick. That's all she says. She, she says, Carl, you're stupid. And you bust out laughing like a fucking simp. Uh, can you please explain to me why you have her on? She's not funny. She's not interesting. She doesn't say anything of note, uh, anything worth hearing. Uh, I used to love the voicemail segment. It used to be one of the best parts of the show, in my opinion. And now that Vic is on it, I just completely fucking skip it. All right, call me back. I think that opinion is uh, simp thinking. It seems mm. to be what everyone has to say about Vic and the voicemail segment. I I... Well, what is that? Why, how would that make it simp thinking? I don't know. The voicemail you know segment. What that word means? No, I was, not the way I just used it. No, <laughs> the voicemail segment is not worse because of Vic. It was always terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think that if I had to posit what I think Vic adds, if anything, it's Please. that she she's just she doesn't try. Unlike this show, which is all about like breaking down an extensive reason why someone is bad, she does not provide any reasoning. She's just like, yeah, you suck and you're a faggot. Like that's there's there's no logic, and that's what's so beautiful about it. It's good, man. Oh. Digi, you are you pick up on things that I do not. I love it. I I am a career analyst. It's I what I that. do. I love that about you. Um, okay. This is another guy who uh, used to like Vic and now doesn't. Okay, well, let, let me say this. Vic was fine when she was just calling in as a voicemailer. She she could be pretty funny. Her little freakouts about the Australians, that, that was okay. That was that was all right. I don't have a problem with Vic in general. I just I don't find her interesting at all when she calls in to read the reviews and the, the voicemails and all that shit because got nothing to say it's, it's stupid all right just, just want to get that out there all right all right uh call me back and i guess i didn't need to play both of those voicemails so it's yeah. kind of boring <laughs> all right last one 
Yeah, they're complaining I about know. her being boring. These are the most vapid <laughs> yeah, fucking voicemails seriously. I've heard on the show. I mean, are they jealous? The fucking car noise. They're like bored. They're just like, yeah, Vixen, she's not very funny. Like, get angry or something. Yeah, Jesus have some Christ. energy. I mean, if yeah. I've taught people nothing else, it's have a little bit of fucking energy when you're doing a show. Or at least have a hilarious voice like Crippled Jesus that is right. just delightful to listen to. I love Crippled Jesus. I wish that he was able to come on our show and talk to us. Gosh, it seems like I am setting him up here for an opportunity to come on the show, and it's just its just not happening. He doesn't seem to know what's wrong with this mic. <laughs> no. Oh, well. All right. Last voicemail that I have here. I know who is co-hosting on the podcast this week. Based on last week's teaser, it has to be Kevin. Yeah. If, it's, if I read the show notes next week and it doesn't say, co-hosting with me this week is Kevin. I'm going to yell, what is going on here? <laughs> Perfect. What is going on here? Yeah, sorry. It was the, the, the tease was for, uh, for Digi. Digi nay. No. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. And again, Digi, thank you so much for coming on. Always, Absolutely. always delightful to speak with you. And this, I know that this. you have to do some shitty homework when you do this show. So... It, it is appreciated. It was especially shitty this time. <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves. These guys seem afraid of their own dicks. <laughs>